Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Welcome to Gospel Tangents, the best source for Mormon history, science, and theology, and first daily Mormon history podcast. I'm Rick Bennett. You know, some churches are pulling out all the stops to try to get more members to come. What are they doing? Well, David Boyce visited a church that uh, did a Star Wars theme and talks about a Mario Brothers church as well. So you won't want to miss this conversation. Check it out. And so I remember from your presentation... um, you said, so we talked about the cowboy church. We talked about the heavy metal church. We haven't talked about the Star Wars church. Oh, boy, yes. <laughs> Tell us more about that oh, one. Okay, so with the Star Wars, what I'm seeing happen a lot is typically in seeker-sensitive churches. Those are usually your mega churches. They typically will try, like they have the two big church services every year, you know, Easter and Christmas. Mm-hmm. What a lot of these seeker-sensitive churches are finding is during the summer, you have movies playing. A lot of these bigger churches are starting to head towards movie-based sermon series Okay. for the entire month, and that will typically bump up attendance. <laughs> so uh, the one that's most prominent with this is Life Church, based in Oklahoma. Okay. So they have several satellite campuses, and they're very famous just because when it comes to one of the most popular Bible apps, it was created by Life Church. So I want to say it's either June or July. Um, what they start to do is, based off popular movies at all their different campuses, in the lobbies, they will have church members kind of create all these like movie dioramas, these displays, all kinds of stuff. So the main satellite campus focused this year on Mario Brothers. Oh. So the entire lobby area was full of Mario or Mario. And then they'd, I don't know if it was Life Church or not, but I remember seeing a video where, you know that Mario Brothers, the Peaches song? Not really. So in the, I haven't seen the movie, but in the movie, like they start singing Peaches, 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 Peaches. Here, they would try and do a Jesus version with Jesus, 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 <laughs> to try and incorporate these movies and bring that type of maybe person who's not t- not going to go to church. Maybe they had a faith crisis themselves in the past, 
and kind of swore off church altogether. This is just kind of their hook to bring people in where it's like, oh, this church is doing a Mario sermon series. This one's doing a Star Wars one. This one is doing, I saw one of Barbie this year. A Barbie church. A, well, they had a sermon series on Barbie. Okay. So with Life Church, I don't think they did that, but I had seen another church I was planning to attend and I'm like, ah, better not. <laughs> but with the one that I visited, they had been influenced with these at the movies type of sermon series. So they open up the sermon by having two high school students stage a lightsaber battle <laughs> to open up the sermon. And then the pastor, you know, would grab the lightsaber and he's kind of wielding it as his, I don't know, just kind of swinging it back and forth to make his points, comparing Star Wars quotes like of Yoda and incorporating that into, well, here's how it is very similar to this passage in Isaiah or this mm -hmm. passage in Matthew. If you strike me down, I will be more powerful than ever. Sort of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So just very different with what, it, what other churches will do. So in some points, as I'm seeing this myself as an outsider, sometimes it's like, how far is too far? But at the same time, it's like, I understand some people may never come back to church. Maybe this is a way to bring them back. But I guess, I mean, we have to look at the facts. If it's bringing people in, if there are numbers on that, that's going to be the only way to see if it's any, if it's worthwhile. Mm -hmm. But Well, interesting. Um any other churches that uh, you strike you as very interesting or yeah. memorable? Snake Handling Church. Which one? Snake Handling Church. Oh, tell us about that. So that was the last, that was week 52 okay. with the YouTube series. Okay. And So yeah. let's make sure. So 2014 was your first 52 weeks. 2020 was your second 52 weeks. No, no. Uh, so I started the channel in 2020. Then I because I kept talking about it the first, you know, seven years ago. Okay. And then 2022 is like, all right. Oh. Let me start this over with a whole new 52 churches. Okay. Every single week, I'll go to a different one again. Okay. So. Isn't that pretty tough? Because you're traveling some great distances to do these. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I wasn't taking much vacation from my job too. So a lot of this was like, I would just get in my, my car drive eight hours straight, sometimes 10 hours straight, get a hotel, go to church, and then drive right back home oh in the weekend. So like I, I had plans to go to Atlanta in just a weekend, which would have been maybe like a 16 hour drive to 16 hour drive back. And I'm just like, I can't, Yeah, I can't do with that. You, you must trade in your car a lot because you put some serious miles on I, it. Yeah, it's pretty beat up at this you get point. A, you, get a lease, you, you have a lease so you can trade them in? No, no lease. <laughs> I may have to look into that after, because it is, it is running on its last fumes right now. <laughs> but it's also my studio. So it's like I, if I get a new vehicle. It, Do you need people to contribute to your new car? Uh, I, I don't like asking for money, you know? So it's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. But um, yeah, I'm going to have to find something new pretty soon. <laughs> Well, cool. Well, so you've done basically 104 weeks of church. How that are documented. Yeah. yeah. Like I've done others where I just 
visited, but I didn't do oh, you a video didn't or I didn't talk about it. But. So you've been to over 100 easily, maybe close to 120, 150 maybe. Um, what, what has changed your perspective? You know, you, you started with this kind of closed communion thing. I know the Bickertonites have a very closed communion. Like, they make a big deal about it. They were um, very upfront to t- let me know in the most respectful way. Yeah. Which I was so appreciative of. Whereas the LDS, way that they presented it to me, where it's like, yeah, this is close communion, but it doesn't mean we anything don't want about you. you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. LDS technically have close communion, but we don't really enforce it. Like, mm-hmm. if you were to take it, nobody would yeah. bat an eye. Um, yeah, no one's had, no one has ever not given it to me. So, yeah. yeah. So, can you talk? Has that has your perspective on communion changed as you've attended all these different churches? Mm, I think, I think so. And I think that helps with the YouTube channel because I see so many different perspectives of different faith backgrounds. So for instance, um, like I had, was very, well, I wouldn't say anti, but I had criticisms of the Roman Catholic Church oh. at first because of the same closed communion type of aspect. But the more Catholic churches I would visit, the more I, w- I would get engagement. I get more conversation going, more discussion with Roman Catholics and just how what it means, what mass means to them, and everything that goes along with that. So as a result, I started seeing more beauty in how they handle their masses and the different types of even things that like the senses, because what a lot of churches don't get is the different senses. So with Roman Catholics and even Orthodox, like they use incense. Right. So that gets your nose going. Like you, and then with the buildings, are they're so immaculate, they're so beautiful. So it's it's like this, it's a visual feast for your eyes for what you see. And then, like uh, I really, pref- I liked Latin mass. It's not even English, <laughs> but for some. And then uh, I went to a Ukrainian Orthodox church. Right. Same thing. Mm-hmm. No English, but the way that the the music was, it was it was this different mystery, spiritual mystery to me. Because I'm hearing like languages foreign to me, but it's also beautiful to mm-hmm. just kind of relax and just be still. Um, same thing with taste, and that's the only thing with the Roman Catholic Church I couldn't get is the taste. Because you're not a Catholic. Because I'm not Catholic, and I can't get the the I can't get the bread, I can't get the wine, I can't get the body or the blood. You know, mm-hmm. so there's like this. It's all these senses kind of working together. I just couldn't get the last part of it. So, yeah, it, it, the, the perspectives change when you start to understand more. Mm. And I, th- I think that's one of the more interesting things about my channel is it's nothing to do with theology. Like, I'm not going to get down to the nitty gritty, but here's what it's like, just a reaction, walking in and just kind of seeing the development and just growing from that and just getting to talk with some of the members even though I'm an introvert, those that do talk to me or those I do feel comfortable talking with, you can learn a lot. Mm-hmm. So, Snake handling. We started talking about that and then we yeah, didn't finish. Yeah. So Talk did you that. handle some snakes? Oh, goodness. No. <laughs> no, you didn't want that part of the service? No, thank you. So th- they were great. And I had called ahead, but um, like I got there about an hour late because in this part of West Virginia, you lose re- cell reception. Oh. So my maps weren't working. Oh, and by the time I got there, um, 
Like it actually went two hours. So I got to see it. And it was a two hour service? Two hour service. So I didn't miss a whole lot. Like I still got an hour, but just, oh my goodness. Like the, the enthusiasm, the energy, the music. So they're, they're Pentecostals, right? Very Pentecostal. Right. So they'll be handling the snakes. And like for the one that I went to, like they only, the pastor held up a snake. It wasn't very long, but like, I guess like Memorial Day weekend, that's when the big snakes come out. Oh, good. So the pastor was telling me, you know, y'all, you need to come back for Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> and so they brought me downstairs after the service and got to see just all these different snakes. And the, the big one, the big boy is what the nickname they gave him for what they told me. Now, are these rattlesnakes, garter snakes? Uh, Do we know? I, I would prefer a garter because they're yeah, not poisonous. But right. I mean, the the idea with these snake handling yeah. churches is they read that scripture in the New Testament. Um, if you have faith, you know, the yeah. snakes will bite you and you yeah. won't die, basically. I was reading the Book of Mormon in, uh, in Mormon, and I saw a very similar one about that. Snakes? Snakes. Hmm. I want to say like later Mormon, chapter Mormon 7, 8, or 9. I can't remember. Oh, wow. But I remember, I remember seeing that. something about snakes about in there. I hope I read that right. But... Well... Does Jesus say that in the Sermon on the Mount or anything? That would be Third Nephi, not Mormon. But yeah. uh, huh, I need to I need to look at that again. Yeah, maybe in the comments. Yeah, if you, let us know which one. Am I out of my? Am I completely making things up? <laughs> I don't know. I, I gotta review that. Well, did they speak in tongues at the snake handling church? No, 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 not at this. Is it just when? Well, because I went to the bigger maybe, maybe another church. time they could, but not not the one that I went to. I was I stayed with Steve's neighbor, who's I think former Catholic or something. Yeah, and uh, he had attended the Bicker Tonight Church, and he had seen them speak in tongues. And I was like, mm. I'm so sad. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. No, like I, I've gone to a few Pentecostal churches where they spoke in tongues. Oh, you have? Yeah, and it, it's very when the congregation does it, and and this is again where. Like, I'm not researching. I'm just trying to experience it, right. just kind of observe. Right. And like, I went to one in Indianapolis and like the entire congregation would speak in tongues. So I get, one thing that I started get, getting confused was like the gift of tongues and speaking in tongues. Like there was some kind of difference that someone was telling me in the comments. Interpretation of Interpretation tongues. of the tongues, exactly. So yeah, sometimes I get confused on it. And I, I had a couple questions about that. I'm like, I don't even know because it's just very different when you're seeing this compared to what, you know, what you grow up and what you are, are accustomed to in right. the different type of churches that you've been to. Now, I have a former LDS. Uh, he's a listener yeah. um, that I know fairly well. And uh, I think he attends the... Episcopal Church now, if I have that right, or Anglican, I can't remember, one of those two. Yeah. But he had attended a Bicker Tonight service, and somebody spoke in tongues, and then he oh, interesting. interpreted it. <laughs> I was really? like, you're kidding me. And uh, yeah, so I'll have to introduce you to him sometime. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name, Matthew? <laughs> have you met him? I think so. Have. Yeah. I was probably sitting next to him. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, Matthew's yeah. a good guy. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think that's, that's a, yeah. funny that you know that. Yeah. 
<laughs> Amazing singing voice. Yeah. If we're talking about the same person. I'm sure. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 He's a good guy. Good friend of mine. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with David Boyce, the host and author of 52 Churches in 52 Weeks. And by the way, you should get his book. It's on Amazon. So you can find out even more than the stuff we found out here. Our next conversation with David is going to be our last. And so you need to sign up to our free newsletter at gospeltangents.com slash newsletter, and I'll send you a secret link to the final part of our conversation. So in the next part of our conversation, we're going to talk about the takeaways he's had from visiting 104 churches. When I did it the first time, I compared it to Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Like I felt like my faith was on fire when I was doing it. And one of the, the, the tricky things that happened when I stopped doing it the first time was then I started to kind of go, like I was so high with all the novelty of it that when I stopped, then like things yeah. kind of went down. Right. If you'd like to hear the entire interview uncut, subscribe on either Patreon or at gospeltangents.com. For just $5 a month, you can hear the entire audio uninterrupted. On our $10 tier, if you'd like to see the whole video, you can see that uh, either on youtube.com slash gospeltangents, or I've got a special Facebook group devoted for uh, full videos. So subscribe at gospeltangents.com and uh, sign up for just $10 a month. For $20 a month, if you'd like to get some bonus content, uh, maybe some of the stuff that ended up on the cutting room floor, you can sign up for that. And then if you'd like to talk to me for $100 a month, we'll, we'll do a monthly phone call on something like Zoom, and you can ask me anything you want. So thanks again. Also, don't forget about the merch, mugs, t-shirts, um, hats, things like that. I'm trying to get the ties up there. Hopefully I can get up, up there. And uh, thanks again for watching Gospel Tangents. And click here for some more videos. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.